Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans, this is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheaf. And now, here are your hosts, Big Daddy and Hoss. But they'll never take our freedom! It was Brett Laidrup with his milky white thighs. (laughs) She did the monster mash. He He was was a graveyard smash. (laughs) (laughs) On in a flash. He did the monster mash. It's 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 Igor. Igor. No, it's pronounced Igor. But it's yeah, you're right. Well, they went wrong then, weren't they? <laughs> welcome to Fork Talk. Well, welcome to Fork Talk, episode... Episode 23. 23, as in 20... Thalothrine. 23, Halloween. Yes. Halloween. Yeah. that's right. A special spooky episode, getting ready for halloween Ooh. <laughs> hey, you know what you get when you... Take a hot dog and you clean out the inside? No, what do you get? A Halloweeny. <laughs> <laughs> like that, didn't you? That's good stuff. See, I know Daddy. clean jokes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Hey, uh, we are back. Welcome, Fork Talk Nation, to episode 23. I yes, am, indeedy. I am your co host, Hoss. And with me is the bald, the beautiful, the glorious, the national treasure. Big Daddy. The one and only. Into hizzy. The Daddy of the Bigs. Yes, you are. Going to take that down. Let's get into this, Big Daddy. All right. We're not. We have a full staff with us here today. This is unusual. Well, it is, because usually people are busy, and they could care less what you and I have to ramble about. And we don't pay them a penny. True. We've got our producer, Candy Sprinkles. <laughs> I love when you do that. hi ho I love when she does that. And we've got Devil Ange. Hi there. No. No, no, no. Is that no, my no. goodness? Come on. I need a hi, y'all. Oh, hi, y'all. There you go. Nice. Mississippi. And, and, and then I want you to say, Big Daddy's the best in bed always. <laughs> Big Daddy's the best in bed always. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we got that live finally. That's pretty good. Sounds yeah. better than ours. I like it. it was but it really of, is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We got intern Slim Jim. Hello. Rock on. Oh, no, that's the man right there. Also, intern in training. Oh, yes. Jacob Laux. Saint- Hi. Nice. Well done. That's well my done. stepson. He's got his Captain America outfit on today. Yeah, he's getting ready for, for Halloween. It looks good, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, our uh, security, Rhino, guarding the border of Canada. Yeah. Shouts to you, my brother. Thank God he's up there. We got the chief scientific officer, Dr. Ken Noisewater Beck. We got our official cartoonist, Matt Thompson of Vargas Highlander. Getting back to Beck. Yeah. Should we fire him? No, we love Beck. 
even when he is a cantankerous old man. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, we love him absolutely. Okay. Um, our official cartoonist, I already said, roving reporter, the international man, man of mystery, mystery, Miles Wetzel. Miles Wetzel. Should we fire him? Who? You can if you like. <laughs> no, I like him. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Probably throat punch you. Uh, I, right. like, I like when he throat punches He might accidentally fall into you with his fist. Hey, one time I forgot the safety word and he throat punched me. So, you know, it's... <laughs> Oops. Our official historian, Roger Saunders, and our number one fan, of course, Audrey, Audrey Rose Walker. And her best friend, Colin Kaepernick. That's right, exactly. Website, www.fork-talk.com. Don't forget the dash or you'll find yourself on some foodie site. Facebook is Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. We are not tweeting or Instagramming or anything like that yet, no. so Facebook it because we're old. And I don't even know what the tweet is. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is, is I think we've grown so big in the past <clears throat> year Yes. that uh, I think people anymore, if they search Fork Talk, they'll come to us first. Possibly. I don't think there's another show better than Our us. Google search hits are hit, getting up there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying that uh, if you you know if you know Google Fork Talk, you're going to get us. You're not going to get anything else. Nice. That's what I say. Nice. What we need to do is sponsor shout so we can keep uh, this program running. Yep, sponsor shout. God knows they contribute millions of dollars to our funding. Get on it. Are you feeling good? How uh, you've got your the National Treasure has your your writer items. You've got green M and M's. My green M and M's. You've got a bowl of shelled shelled pistachios. pistachios. What am I looking at here? Candy sprinkles. Oh, just tell us. Candy. She just proved me right. I just proved Big Daddy was right. So I put fork talk. No dashes or anything, just fork, mm-hmm. talk, two words, into the Bing search engine, and fork, talk, came up first. Look at that. Hey, hey, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it is, because I was making that up. We're not paying advertising to get that on there. Uh-uh. So that's no. good stuff. That is good stuff. Okay, go with that, the sponsor show. Hang on. I got nuts in my mouth again. Well, you want me to do the first paragraph? You do the second? Okay. Okay. Mattress Ranch is pleased to announce the new and improved MattressRanch.com. The new site sucks 87.7% less than the old one and 100% less than those other mattress websites. Seriously, look at it. It's awesome. The hell voice is that? That was really good. See? Huh? Got Devil <laughs> Ange going. She liked it. I didn't. You got 50% of the crowd. Yeah, Steph. Continue. I like Next voices. One. Okay. All right. So what kind of other new voices do you got? I'll do the big daddy no. crying whining voice. We all know <laughs> you need a good night's sleep to perform your best. That's not You've been hey. in a cheap hotel before games, and I woke up stiff, sore, and I drew like crap. <laughs> Don't do that every day. Stop by one of the Mattress Ranch stores in Washington and Alaska or MattressRanch.com and get yourself a good bed and have a great night. I'm going to go squat. <laughs> you sir that's your inner child monologue are an asshole <laughs> well, funny, though. yeah you're right it was funny you're dead to me the <laughs> the funny thing though is what, what you forgot is i actually got a special message from our sponsor did you max sadler i didn't know that yeah. tell us this halloween they're having a special mattress sale okay it's uh essentially it's going to be a third of a normal mattress price wow yeah, they're they're advertising what they call you, almost blood-free mattresses. 
So what they do is they take your old mattress and they scrub it down as much as they can until right. they get as much blood as they can off, and then they sell them. Right? So it's amazing. Well, that's perfect because it is the season, Halloween season, right? Halloween, blood. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It works. Absolutely. That's, that's the way you turn lemons into lemonade, baby. Absolutely, baby. You know what? You, get, you throw a couple of towels over it, put a sheet over that, bada bing, you got a new bed. <laughs> Might take you a month to get the smell off. Let me tell you. Well, we have a great show for you. Um, Big Daddy, we got pop culture and current events. Pop culture. A pop culture. A pop culture. We have a segment called The Hunt. Huh? Just wait for it. It's called The Hunt. Is his first name Mike? No. Okay. We have a special guest. Why don't you say that once? What? Mike. Mike Hunt. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Earmuffs. (laughs) <laughs> special guest interview. That's going to be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. The special guest I hear is really awesome. Yeah, it's going to be good. And then we've got, back, of course, by popular demand, historical figures. figures. Yes. Still talking about that Abraham Lincoln, who is a vampire slayer. So this time of the year, he is busy boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yes. ain't just wearing his top hat. He's, He's got his silver-coated axe, and he is going to town on those vamps. I heard it's a good movie. It is a good movie, actually. I'm not sure I wanted to see it, but, you know. It was good. Max Sadler told me it was really good. It was good. It would know better than, a, you know, Max Sadler who saw in his almost blood-free mm-hmm. mattress, you know. Exactly. How about we pop the shouts? I'm lost. Where are we here? We're on page Special one, web my brother. Facebook shouts? We're on page one where it says J. Oh, okay. However, <laughs> we must start with shout-outs. Because we stand on the shoulders of giants. On giants we stand. Yes, yes. indeed. It's amazing that this is episode 23. I'm I know. I'm not sure what happened to the first 22, because this feels like you've never been here before. It does, actually. <laughs> but you know what's good about it? What? It's all new to me. Well, it is. It's all new to me. Every day. It's fresh. Every day you wake up fresh and new because you can't remember what the hell you did the previous day. You know what? Hey, it comes in handy in the old sack. <laughs> like, well, because you never get bored. Every day I got a new wife. <laughs> You are not but, going to. But she's to prettier enjoy than the day before. One. Yeah, let's do some special web and Facebook shouts. First yeah. of all, I said on the last episode, 22, part two, yes, that we would be up to over 700 likes by the next episode. Yes, you did. And you, you almost poo pooed me. You were kind of halfway agreeing, halfway not. Mm-hmm. Am I fa- is that fair to I say? I would say you are, you are right. Well, look who's at 710, baby. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. Because How did you manipulate those numbers? I didn't manipulate Jack. We got Fork Talk Nation going to work. Really? I mean, look at these names that are the new likes. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them out. Katie McKay Phillips. Yeah, that's a real name. Lou Ioni. He's, I, he's, are you sure he's, that's Ioni? He's a Ianone. Ianone. It's Ioni. Ioni. He's from Buffalo Heavens. He was at the World Masters. Lou, I'm sorry. Chris Rackner. Oh, Rackner. Al Myers. I know Al Myers. Tamara Patton. That's a a solid last name. She's related to General Patton. Really? No. Ashley Parsons. We know her. It's about time, Ashley. Yeah, no shit. It's only been three years. You've been at my house drinking, and you're just now liking us? Yeah. What the hell? Um, Michelle Kenna Halsey. And her all-girl kazoo band. The better half of the Halsey clan. Much better half. Yeah. Gottfried Kleenmeyer. I think that's actually pronounced Gottfried Kleinmeier. 
Gottfried Kleinmeier. 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 It's a good name. Nicholas McLaren. Nice car. Yeah. Jason Kibbe. Jason Kibbe. Chance Allard. That's an interesting name. That is an, that's a weird name. Uh, Ian Grassy. No, that's a, that's a hell of a name. That's a good name, actually. Mark Cassidy. And the Sundance Kid. Mark Cassidy. Brett Bracken. 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 That's a good name, Brett. I like that. Bracken. He's two T's, though. Josh Sure. Yeah, so his name is pronounced Brett. Well, they say, <laughs> they say if it's one T, you're an aristocrat of some sort. Mm. True. So I hear. No. Uh, Josh Sharp. And our final one, Brody Douglas. Brody Douglas. Thank you. Shouts to all of our new Fork Talk Nation. Great good, nephew of Mike Good Douglas. job, Haas. Yes. Nice work, Haas. Well, hey, I'm happy. I'm happy, I'm happy. <laughs> all right, so listen. Wait, hold on a second. Yes? Well, why did she just say that? I have no idea. Everyone knows why I just said that. Good I don't. Good job, Haas. Yeah. Because you didn't butch the pronunciation you only of anybody's name. You did it oh, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Bobo the monkey boy did good. <laughs> yeah, I said good job, Haas. Oh. Tom, All right, you're right. Tommy need wings. Yes, he does. Okay, so that's we have fun. got, uh, let's talk about some banter. First thing I want to call out from uh, recent thises and thats is I've got a new kind of strong man man crush. Yeah, what's her name? No, it's a him. Oh, okay. And it's Hafthor Julius Bjornsson. It's Hapthor. Hapthor? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it pronounced with a P? Hapthor? It's Hapthor. I mean, he goes by Thor. Yes. Yes? Hapthor. Hapthor Julius Bjornsson. He broke the world record in the WOB, the 56-pound weight for height, 19 feet 2 inches at Loon Mountain, not too long ago. <clears throat> And he is an Icelandic uh, is. strongman comp- competition competitor. Yep. He's one of the better ones these days. For he took second in the World Strongest Man last year. Yeah. He is uh, not quite seven foot tall, but really tall. Like hmm. six, seven, six, eight, he, six, no, nine. No, he's like six, ten. Is he yeah. that tall? And um, he's obviously a young man who is incredibly built, huge. So he takes a lot of pictures of himself shirtless. Which, if I looked like that, I would do so as well. I would take pictures of you. You would. Yeah. Yes, you would. Absolutely. Um, and In precarious positions. I actually looked on his Facebook page today, his latest picture, Big Daddy. He's got this pic of himself with the Miss Universe of Iceland hanging out in front of a bunch of trophies. Well, isn't she a trophy? Well. She's probably seven foot tall being from Iceland. She was tall. She was your classic Icelandic, tall, blonde, Viking-like Specimen, mm-hmm. and um, I like, just I like just, Devil Ange. and and I don't think he listens to the show or anything like that. But I'm telling you, I like this kid. I like I like I read some of his posts and his stuff, and he just looks like a fun guy to watch. Are you Facebook friends with him? Uh, I don't know. You know you, what? So you're basically just Facebook stalking him. You exactly. Know yeah, because I'm kind of shy like that. I don't actually just go friend anybody if I don't actually know them. So what do you got, 32 friends? Pretty much, as far as what I have friended. I, I would feel kind of weird about friending someone like that. Yet, I would follow his page, maybe. Yet you're talking about him. Well, I just think he's a yeah. hell of a strong man. He is. He should be his friend. I am. Are you? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we can get him on the show. You think we could handle he's kind we of could a big, He's kind of a big deal. Do you, I think we does do he, it. How's his English? 
people, I would assume it's pretty good. He it was, seems like the Icelandic people have a pretty good grasp on English. So language. here's the other cool thing. He, as you know, my favorite all-time strongman is Magnus Val Magnuson. Yes. And he traveled with Magnus to Loon Mountain. He did. Just like traveling. Like, here I am having a beer on my way to Boston to hit the next flight to get to Stone Mountain. And he was with Magnus. Yep. Awesome. It was, and then the, he ended up throwing at Loon Mountain. Yes. Did he compete in all events? I believe so. Yeah. Well, here's what I want to say. This is, what, this is where I say poo-poo to this world record. Oh, okay. I'm going to poo-poo it. Okay, poo-poo it. Okay. So we, our good friend, Mike Zogowitz. Yes. Is who's 6'3". He's amazing. And about 285 pounds. Okay. okay. Yep. He throws it 18 feet, 10 inches. He has arms like gorillas. Very long arms. Mm-hmm. He, the Thor is pert near seven foot and 400 pounds. Tall. Of solid muscle. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't weigh 400 pounds, He really? weighs 397 pounds. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so. That's a lot. If you take 397 pounds and add, and, add, and then you got seven inches on top of that, you look at Zolkowitz, pound for pound, height for height, inch for inch, Zolkowitz is a better wop thrower. Oh. He doesn't have the levers as Hapthor does. Yeah, I get that. So that's where I say they should, they should throw this record out. It's hogwash. You're just being sentimental because you know Z and you love him and he beat his record. Mike Zolkowitz is an awesome guy. He is, but that... Do you not like Mike Zolkowitz? I love him. But then why are you talking shit about I'm him? I'm not... <laughs> talking crap about him. I'm just saying you can't go by that because that means every record would be out the door because... Everyone is taller than me. <laughs> so every master's record that's over six foot, forget about it. I so see. you think in the Highland Games we so, should have height so classes? What you're, so yeah, now you're saying not only do we need age classes, we should have weight and height classes too? Yes. <laughs> if you can have weight classes, why can't you have height classes? So you can have a world record about you know, split up about 30 different ways. Why not? Yeah. We've already got it split up 30 different ways. Good call. Yeah. Good call. I like that. High power lifting. Hey, some of... <laughs> yes, and you say you don't like that. I got a question. Why is she speaking? <laughs> Why is she talking into the microphone? She's your producer, and she just reminded that you were being incongruent. You bought her a microphone. <laughs> it's true. Hey, um... Some of the nation, Big Daddy? So congratulations, Hapthor Bjornsson. Yeah, ha- congrats, Thor. Hey, Big Daddy, some of the nation are getting married. 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 To each other. Yeah. They're marrying an oily bohunk. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? Are she, is she's getting married? Married. Yeah, getting married. Are you having a stroke? To an oily <laughs> bohunk. God, I just... What is wrong with you? Have you never seen the movie Pretty in Pink? No, I have not seen the Mary Pretty in Pink movie Pretty in Pink. Who the fuck watches Pretty in Pink? Uh, just about everybody our age. Every woman. It was... No. Why would a man watch a movie called Pretty in Pink? Because it was awesome. Hold on a sec. Intern Slim Jim, have it you had... ever watched the movie Pretty in Pink? I have, actually. Oh, yes. my God. It's They're brainwashing you. Farmer Ted? Are you kidding me? Dude, that movie's awesome. I give up. See? Farmer Ted... Yeah. I can't save you. No more Yankee the Wanky, the Donger Needs Food. 
I don't know what language you're speaking, but you need to stop it. Oh, man. Well, listen, here's the deal. Stephanie Warnick, a.k.a. Stretch, right? One of our very good nation faithful. She is that. She got engaged. Now, here's the deal. Here I was thinking that she was painting her toes, listening to our dulcet tones, right? She's posted a few times that she likes to paint her toes while she's listening to Fork Talk. But, and I'm thinking, oh, she's doing that because she loves listening to us, right? right? No, probably she was getting ready to date with him. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. Or wait, maybe, maybe the description of her doing so so sparked something deep in Eddie's loins that he got the courage up to ask her out. Is that possible? I don't even know what you're saying. Why are you talking about Eddie's loins? <laughs> I'm just saying, it could be. I think they were been Eddie together Woodard. longer than Eddie and Talk's been alive. Eddie, Eddie Woodard. Woodard, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Brett Lathrop is having a stroke. <laughs> I'm going to send him to the hospital soon. Congratulations to you and your Amazon woman, Stephanie, Stephanie Warnock. Yes, Yay, stretch. congratulations. I actually met Woodard. You did too. Yeah, at uh, Eden You met Eddie as well. He was there with he was her. A, he's a good guy. Yes, he is. Yep, I like him. We're, we approve. Fork I think talk, they're a match made in heaven. Fork Talk engagement approved. Let's go ahead and raise our glasses to the uh, Warnock Woodard wedding yes. that we're not invited I hope to. she doesn't hyphenate that. That's going to be <laughs> bad. That would be stupid. <laughs> People that hyphenate, they can't make up their mind. Wow. Well, not necessarily. No, actually necessarily. Do you have an argument about that, Hoss? No, not at all. What's I don't your want, last name? I don't want to argue. What's your last name? My last name is Brett Lathrop. Brown Lathrop. <laughs> Pussy. Actually, he's Brett Lathrop Brown, and I'm Stephanie Brown Lathrop. <laughs> Why don't you guys go watch Pretty in Pink and shut up? <laughs> All right, listen. Hey, recent... I'm going to need a shot of testosterone after this show. Recent games. little shout to a few of these games in October. Let's read every other one. You well, start. Okay, the Aztec Highland Games and Celtic Festival in Aztec, New Mexico. Uh, Therese Yannon, that was on uh, October 4th, 5th. Shots Where was that? In New Mexico, okay. New Mexico, Aztec. Kirksville, Scottish Highland Games, Kirksville, Missouri. Tom Van Vleck. We like Tom. We like Tom a lot. Good guy. Good bunch of dudes. Same weekend. There. Same weekend, yeah. North Alabama Scottish Festival. That's cool. That's in Huntsville, New Market, Alabama. Actually, you read that one, Ange. Third one down. Third. No, all I know is it's in Alabama. You just read, read it. Thing. Say North Alabama. North Alabama Scottish Festivals, Huntsville, <laughs> New Market, Alabama. <laughs> Jim McLean. Jim you know, McLean. You know who competed there? Very nice. You know who competed there? Who? The International Man of Mystery. Yeah, he did. Miles mm-hmm. Witzel. That's probably near him, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's from Tuscaloosa. I didn't know this next one, Big Daddy, but it's important that they would have Highland Games. There is a Scotland County. Yeah, isn't that so, cool? So there should be a Scotland County Highland Games in Laurenburg, North Carolina. Scott Medlin. Woohoo, Scott Medlin. That was that same weekend, a lot in that weekend. Yeah. And then the, uh, you're up next. Oh, Indianapolis Scottish Highland Games and Festival. It's in Indianapolis, obviously, and it's Mike Huff. Mike Huff. And I was just in Indianapolis, and I had no idea. So I'm going to put that on the list because I have a part of my work crew are in Indianapolis. I just got back from there. So I could put that in the uh, old routine of going to meet with them and then stay and throw. Yeah, no shit. Bingo. And then give your miles to me, and I go there for free. 
Yes, that's I like, correct. I like the cut of your jib. Exactly. And then Stephanie gives me grief. All right. We <laughs> then uh, are going to Stone Mountain, the famous Stone Mountain in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Next year we're doing that one. Really? Win, lose, or draw. Can, I thought that was like an invite only. That's Loon kinda. Mountain. Oh, that's Loon. Yeah, okay. We'll never get into that. So we can get into Stone? Yes. Okay. That'd be cool. Um, how about the next one? This is a good one. Uh, the 27th annual Tucson Celtic Festival and Island Games. Yep. The 1st oh. of November. That's it. Tucson, Arizona. And uh, Huntington Celtic Festival and Highland Games. That's in Huntington, Oregon. Tom Keffer. I've, I'm not familiar with that one. It's never been on our list. Huntington we, it's Celtic. De- where is Huntington, Oregon? Uh, didn't, uh, didn't the Malls run that at one time? They might have. Yeah. I think they might have, too. Hmm. Anyway, that's not too far from us. The last but not least, the Salado Gathering. Of the clans and Highland Games, Salado, Texas. Nancy Boyens. Nancy Boyens. 11 8. So it's November shout, 8. Shout to those uh, November games. There's yeah, but three there's one today in Texas because Julie Peterson and Michael Dickens are there. Oh, very good. Which one, is, which one is that there, Candy Sprinkles? Well, I'm, I can't figure it out from oh, Julie's Facebook dear feed. Oh, Lord. Oh, you just stop. Your one job is to pull things up on the internet. And blurt them out. And you're holding up the entire show. Well, that's all right. Hold on a second. While while she's looking, I'll I'll fill. It's the Keltober. 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 That's Duncan Duncan McCallum used to do. It had something to do with that, I think. Yeah, Keltober. Keltober Cowtown Throwdown. Yeah, I think it's today just a, is the women. It's an invitational. Today is the women's team championship, and tomorrow Sunday is the men's team championship. Well, shouts to them. That's a, that's a throwing only. It's not a Highland Games. Oh, cool. in Fort Worth. Yep. Yeah, but it's an event. Oh, it's a good one. I hear two of our people. Fort we, Worth. Three people we like. Haas was well, Duncan's born. Duncan's on the edge. Haas was born not too far from Fort Worth. You were. I was born in Mineral Wells, Texas, which is just a suburb of Fort Worth, Texas. You're a liar. You don't even have a southern accent. <laughs> That's true. I left there when I was but less than a year old. Your butt was left in a year old? The southern oh, boy. for goodness sakes. He is a southern boy. I was, that's right. The first air I breathed was Texas air, baby. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. Well, that right. It's which, right. Which brings us to... What? Current events. You sound, you know who you sound like? We're going to pop out to current events. You sound like that Matthew douchebag McConaughey. Ooh. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Fuck you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you don't like wow. him? I don't like Matthew McConaughey at you, all. You don't like his new Lincoln commercials where he's sitting there driving? No. Just talking about the world? I don't. I drove Lincolns <laughs> before it really was cool, basically. Lincolns aren't cool now. He gave a rant on one of the one of the award shows one time. Yes, and it was a I think it was a country music awards, and George Strait was the guy he was talking about, and he just went off and off and off about this, how he had some custom boots, and and that's how he got all these women. Shut up! Nobody cares, Matthew McConaughey. Wow, you know, let's see, here's put what your shirt back on. Here's what we're gonna do. We are gonna pop out of this. We're gonna go back and get ready and pop back into pop culture and current events and we're going to get our and we're going to get our attitudes right because I don't like the negativity that's coming from the other side of the table both from you and you all right all right all right <laughs> you bitch 
<laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm a dumbass named Matthew McConaughey. Beef is what for dinner. Fuck and off. He, he doesn't wear no deodorant either. You know he doesn't that? wear deodorant. You know why? Because he stinks. I'm turning you guys all you off. You can turn me off all you want, but Matthew McConaughey still stinks. <laughs> Down to Matthew McConaughey. He's Amish. <laughs> From what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated, Man about town. Hit it! If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? <laughs> Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, or cutaway coat, perfect fits. Dressed up like a million-dollar trooper Trying mighty hard to look like Gary Cooper Come, let's mix where Rockefellers walk with sticks Or Rumbarellas in their midst We like that dinky (laughs) (laughs) Me and Mrs. Jones We got a thing going on. We need to redo that. It's clippy, clippy, clippy. We both we'll know that it's wrong. Oh, we know it's wrong. Oh, yeah. But it's much, much too, too strong. strong. No, it's too strong, baby. To let it go now. No, no it's not. Every day, the same, cafe. Same, same, cafe. same cafe like we did this morning. Begetti. That's right, drinking coffee. No and I know you'll be there. Oh, yeah, uh. mm. <laughs> holding hands. Not so much, not so much, <laughs> not in public anyway. I wouldn't mind, I would do it. Here comes. Take that down before I Going go. On. I don't want to have a mess. I don't want to have a mess. <laughs> I'm telling you what. That song, like you said, they don't write them like that No, anymore. they do not. Holy cow. That song is a shiznit. Okay, now that's the way to bring some positivity into this. Roger that. You know, I feel better already. Episode 23, Fork Talk. Welcome back. 23, as they say in Mexico. It's 23 23 It is time. Vintage Fast tracing, you got an infection going on? It's time for a pop culture. A pop culture. A pop culture. Pop culture and current events. We hate the Amish. First of what? Why? Huh? We love Amish. Why they we love Amish? Great furniture. They great? No, they the don't. Amish made yes, they do. They three, use power tools. Three pieces of furniture that are in my living room right now. You know when they didn't use power tools? I got you. But they use power tools now. Fuck them. Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, but I bought those Stop. back in the 90s. They didn't use power oh, tools. Oh, grow a mustache. Um, listen, we've got... Oh, uh, look at me with my beard and my no mustache. We've got two pop culture items. First of all, one will be quick. That is my Fighting Sioux men's hockey team won 6-1 to last night against Providence College. It was a bloodbath. Where's Providence College? 
In the East Coast. Is it Rhode Island? Northeast, yeah. Yeah, Rhode I Island. It's, I think it's in the East. Oh, well, you guys well, know a lot about it's this. It's obviously in the East Coast. I don't know exactly where it is. It's in Providence, I assume, in Rhode Island. It's a men's team, I take it. Yes, men's hockey. Right, just NCAA Division One hockey. Okay, we didn't seem to know anything about the team. Big Sky playing. Conference. And my Sue beat the pants off of them. Do they still call That's them the I Fighting Sue? No. Everybody but the NCAA calls them. The, the fighting, fighting Sioux. Sioux. They just don't call them the Fighting Sioux. They call them the North Dakota the men's University hockey team. North Dakota men's hockey team. <laughs> the North Dakota Athletic Department hockey team. Exactly. Got it. Um, so, shouts to them. Well done, my brothers. Congratulations. Second pop culture fighting event. Fighting Sioux. We got a problem. Here's the deal. What's the problem? So, I'm, I'm traveling. I'm traveling back for work. I'm texting my wife as I do. I'm saying, Candy Sprinkles, hey. Love you. I'm on a flight from here to here. It's all on time. I actually oh. intercepted that text. That's not what you said. I'll, hit, I'll text you when I get there, blah, mm, blah, blah. Not so much. Her text says, <laughs> don't go to Dallas or what was the other one? Oh, Toronto or Cleveland. Cleveland. That Cleveland. was it. Cleveland. That was last week. And I now said, you just can't fly anywhere. She's interrupting you. And I said, uh, well, um, I can't promise that I won't be flying through either of those because I just might on my way. And sure enough, I went through Dallas on my way home. Good job. Did you see Tony Romo? I did not see Tony Romo. Hmm. Um, but I, and I definitely did not get sneezed on or have any bodily fluids thrown upon me. That's always good. And there was only a few million other people going through the airport. So there you go. I always say a trip without somebody throwing bodily fluids on me is a good trip. It's a good trip. This yeah. is true. Um, so uh, the unless you're into that, the course, the current event thing is this Ebola panic. Oh yeah, and I'm saying panic because although it's important to have infectious diseases contained to areas where they are <clears throat> predominant, for example, uh, the CDC obviously is supposed to be making sure that things that are highly contagious try to be contained. We've all, of course, the problem is we've got Hollywood. And we've had too many movies about, mm. you know, outbreak and contagion and all that, right? Pretty much. Where you've had these monster virus nasty things that are airborne that spread across and, you know, are killing lots of people or could. Yes. Right? Well, I think the CDC, or not so much the CDC, but the government would love to call this an outbreak. It's- Right. You know, unfortunately, when you only have two people so far who have died from it, you can't. Is it's it two? One, Might be one. One in the U.S. Yeah, the guy who brought it over in the first place because he lied to get on the airplane. Well, and, and, and unfortunately, even with the outbreak, I, I guess you could call what's happening in that particular country in Africa an outbreak. Well, no, actually, you couldn't. What, what, can, what because, constitutes an outbreak? Well, I guess you could call it an outbreak, but if you look at the population of people who have actually contracted and passed from Ebola, the number is about 8,000. Total. Which is about 0.1% of the entire population. Right. So is it bad? Sure. To the people who have it and their families. Yeah. But look at last year in the United States alone, 54,000 Americans died from influenza. Nobody called that a pandemic. 54,000 people. Died. died from influenza, which yes. is a violent strain of uh, the flu. Yes. Right? Wow. Well, it's just the flu. It's the flu is short for influenza. Okay. So, yeah. so it was a particularly bad strain 
or it, it was just a strain. Flu is flu's bad. Flu is flu. Flu is flu. Flu is bad. So, in 1919, you had a flu epidemic that, that so how many wiped mi- out millions of people in, in Europe. So now how many, how many millions of people are in the United States? A lot. 300 million. 300 million? So we got 300 million-ish. That was the number I was thinking as well. Yes. And we got 54,000 who die from the flu. Died. Died. And we've got a total population of 8,002 <laughs> who've died of Ebola. And we are scared to death that the whole world is coming to an end. Pretty much. It's crazy. Which is always what happens. When you let the media get involved in these kind of things, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. What's that noise? I don't know. Someone calling us? Probably. Is, is it calling? It's the Fork Talk hotline. Oh, okay. No. Let's answer it. I don't, it's not on the I got some producer number crunching. So, yeah, tell us. Jay previously estimated that the the Ebola outbreak in West Africa is killing about 0.01% of that population. So, sure, roughly. So, last year, if we go by our numbers that we quoted for influenza deaths in the United States, that's about (laughs) 0.02%. So, double. (laughs) Right. Right. There you go. So, I mean, of course, it's important to contain this stuff. We don't want people dying and, you know, Do you want to contain it? You want to contain it? Yeah. Stop sending people over there to take care of the people who are having it. Right. And That's how ha- you contain it. And then have those people come back without sitting somewhere for a, I don't know, a month in 20, quarantine. 21 days. Hanging out. 21 days. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part that confused me. And I was asking you about this, or I didn't ask you about it. I was just, I was just thinking about it the other day. You know, if I'm a healthcare worker and I want to help and I go over there with some group that is lending a hand to, you know, help add to the a number of people that they need to help with all this, mm-hmm. fine. I go over there and I help. Then I would think as a part of the plan, if I'm going over there anyway for several months to help or weeks, I don't know, how, how long are people going over there for? I don't know, weeks, I imagine. So if they're going over for several weeks... Wouldn't you like expect to hang out in some nearby outskirt, maybe a neighboring African area, and just hang out for 21 days to make sure that you don't got it yourself before you head home? Yeah, but the problem with the people that are doing it is they're volunteering; <clears throat> they're not getting paid, so they can't. So they leave their job there. for a few weeks to go do that, and then they got to come back to work, right? Mm-hmm. So that idiot in New York, the doctor, who decided that he was going to self-contain himself, he was going to self-quarantine. Right. It didn't work, obviously. He went bowling in the whole nine yards, whatever, and he, and he got... He and went he, e-bowling? He went e-bowling. <laughs> <laughs> he took his e-bowling ball and he went bowling. Did he really go bowling? Yeah. That, you can't make that stuff up. Yeah, the guy's an He idiot. went e-bowling? <laughs> so you want to, you know... The, the people, that, you know, God bless people who actually will get off their ass and go volunteer and help Absolutely. people. I got That's no problem fantastic. with that. But you know what? Volunteer, get off your ass, and help people in America. Okay? There's people who are sick. There's people who are starving. There are people who are homeless. You want to help people, help people at home. Word. We don't need to go to Africa to help people who are dying from Ebola. You just don't need to do it. You know, you, you know who you're doing it for? You. Because... Nobody cares. Because it's interesting to you. Because you want to, you, you say, okay, you know, how can I make myself feel better? Would you, you would assume that the Europeans, for example, and most of uh, um, the Middle East have got plenty of healthcare professionals that could go down a few hundred miles yeah. south. England. And hit the north part of Africa. England, Canada, you know, Canada 
right? Well, well Canada wouldn't. Mexico to, has doctors. You don't hear any Mexican doctors going down. Canada there, wouldn't need to go any more than we would necessarily. Exactly. Right? Neither would the Mexican well, doctors. I don't think you can say that. You know, North America doesn't need to go, but you know, Europe and the Middle East. I think it's a, a, a worldwide thing. But there is a there is a particular type of person who does it to. I agree with you, Jay. Feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, they need right. volunteers. Medicine Sans Frontiers, Doctors Without Borders, which is a French organization, is the leading organization down there right now. So they've got a ton of people, and other people are going with whatever groups. I get and it. what are you going to do? I, Unless you have the cure for Ebola, what the hell are you going to do? You're not going to do anything except make the people who are sick more comfortable. Which is well, that's, something. Well, that's true. That's true. You don't need a doctor to do that. That's true. You know, you yeah. could do that with anybody. Anybody could make somebody more comfortable if you know, yeah. they're sick. Well, I, I think the point isn't necessarily people going to volunteer. I think the point is... We don't need to panic in the United We don't need to States. panic about this. Well, my point is to, if you're going to volunteer, you need to be fucking quarantined. That's my opinion. Yeah. Which makes sense. You know, if you're going to go down there and volunteer, have fun, enjoy yourself, Quarantine. drink your Ebola coffee, come on back. But, you know, 21 days, you're not going anywhere. You're stuck. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? That makes perfect sense. In fact, sense. you quarantine them in Africa. Well, yeah. Should. Quarantine them before you come, yeah, into yeah. another country. Because that's what we're doing with the soldiers. No, they shouldn't come back up. You know, there. we're sending sure. soldiers down there to help, and they're going to quarantine them 21 days before they're allowed to come back to the States. Yeah. So. Makes, that makes sense. Do you want to hear some good Ebola news? Please. There's good is Ebola news? There is. Sure. Those two nurses who had caught the virus from caring for the initial patient in Texas. Were they Eboling as well? They weren't Eboling, but they have both been now this weekend declared virus-free. Oh, that's good. So what did they do for them? Uh, supportive care, lots of fluids, basically just supportive care. That's all you can do. They should have extracted their blood and then they could have made a, oh, a weird, great serum. Oh, they did. They got, the, they got plasma from that first U.S. doctor that had it, that was really sick and flown hmm. back. Good. Interesting. So he died, didn't he? No, he no? lived. The only patient who's died is the guy in Texas. Hmm. He, he needed to die. Wow. For bringing, for bringing it over here. Don't do that. No one needs to die. We don't want people to die. I do. If you got Ebola, you should no, die. No, will you stop? Why? That's not. That's not good. Why? We just. We just don't want people to panic. This is crazy. Stop watching too much television. Why? Pork Tech Nation, don't <laughs> panic. It's not like the movie Contagion. Go or get your flu shot. There's more chance of you dying from the flu this season oh. than getting Ebola. Hey, Isn't that don't get me true? started so on a flu shot. So go get your flu shot, Haas. Isn't that true, though? Is that fair to say? It's fair to say. It's, yes. like, it's like the old lightning and getting bitten by a shark thing, right? You're more likely to get run over by a car out in the street here in front of your home than to get chomped on by a shark or hit by lightning or well, especially an audience since catch we're Ebola landlocked. from some s- s- saliva that guy, some guy spits on you that happens to enter a What if I got wound? bitten by a shark while being struck by lightning? Holy <laughs> shit. What are that, the odds of that? You that's should, called the death lottery right there. Yeah, buy a lottery ticket if that happens to you. You'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, and... Ow, a shark's got my leg. Ow, it's thunderstorm out here, too. Boy, look at that cloud. <laughs> And then, and then after you've survived both of those, oh yeah. And then some guy who who's on the beach reading a book comes running over, and he's like, "Are you okay? I'm a doctor. I'm going to help you out. Thank God I was here. I was just having a little uh, relaxation before I go back to work. I just came back from Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Stay away from me, doctor. Sneezes all over him. Mucus down the throat. Done. Done. Yeah, like he's done anyway. He's going to bleed out. 
<laughs> okay, so now I'm depressed. Really? That depressed you? Well, I know the how the whole to... shark thing. You know what Candy Sprinkles hasn't been doing? Nothing. Producer is so into this conversation, she hasn't tagged up and readied what we need to get you back into good spirits. Okay. Yeah? So what we're going to continue to do is prepare for... Armageddon? Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this will make you happy, Big Daddy, as we bounce out on this. Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, we got a thing going on. That is so clippy. I love that. We gotta be extra careful. I think we extra careful. I think we just blew the board. I hope so. Ooh, Mrs. Jones. Mmm, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones. I want to talk with you place, at the same place, <laughs> the same cafe, the same time. I think that's all they do at the cafe is hold hands. They hold hands, baby. It's wow. public. It's not going to be crazy. It's pretty nice of them. All right. We out to our first segment. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. Stroll around the grounds until you feel at home And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson Oh, well, Jesus loves you more than you will know Whoa, whoa, whoa God bless you Please, Mrs. Mrs. Robinson Heaven knows a place, place for those who pray Hey, hey, hey Big hey, Daddy hey. Oh, yeah this is the unplugged version. You can tell. Yeah? Yeah, because it's not plugged in. <laughs> it's all acoustic. Well, it's actually, they're out of tune. And all coffee house. Well, they're old at this point. They? Yeah. Is Garfunkel with this? Because Paul Simon and Garfunkel hate each other. No, no, no. They've been back together. Oh. No, this version is only Paul Simon. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say. This is before they got back together. They've been back together recently. Yeah, but this is MTV Unplugged was in the 90s, remember? Yes, I do remember. Mrs. Mrs. Robinson, Robinson you more than you will know. Big Daddy loves you more than you will know. Oh, no, no. God bless you, please, Mrs. Mrs. O'Neill. You're such a cutie from Mississippi. Ooh, 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 Yes, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. I hope none of these artists actually listen to us butchering their songs. I hope they do. That would be bad. That would give us our shot. <laughs> I think they would probably sue us and say, why aren't you paying royalties on the songs That's you're exactly playing? That's exactly what they yeah, Pretty much. We're breaking yeah. a lot of laws. <laughs> we are not. Yeah, we are, actually. No, we're not. Hey, we haven't gotten our explicit rating yet. When we do, I'll be happy. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Okay there, Tourette's boy. <laughs> um, it is time for segment one. Segment uno. Segment uno. And segment uno is The Hunt. By Mike. The Hunt. By Mike. No. Say it. No. Stephanie. Mr. Hunt? Yes. Say Mike. No, because I'm going to do something else. <laughs> Mr. Hunt. This was uh, an I'm, idea. Hold what? on, she wants to interrupt you. Let I'm her interrupt interrupting you. you. 
Yes, Candy. Where's the board? God, I wish we had hey, that. Hey, yes. Hey. Hey. I, well, you know, I'm just. Microphone. You can yes. turn it off right I'm there. I'm reading the show sheet. Yes. And I'm going to do a sponsor shout out to Clevenger Sheaves. You're not allowed to. Oh, are you now? Well, because it's, it's before segment one. It is, actually. You uh, missed up. Fantastic. Why don't you do that, Candy Sprinkles? Big Daddy and I don't want to work anymore. Candy, go ahead. Sponsor shout. Yeah, why don't you sit here and eat nuts? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Go. We're, Clevenger we're, we're shutting ourselves off. Clevenger Sheaves, setting a level of excellence in anything you do is a worthy accomplishment. Transforming the battered burlap pillow bag sheaf of old into a work of art. That is the trademark of a Clevenger bag. Distinctive in look and performance, Clevenger Sheaves are hand-built to exacting specs for consistency, long life, and PR flying joy. 20, 16, and 10-pound options. Big Daddy. He's up to over 600 bags sold in... Probably over 90 forks by now. <laughs> Clevenger's also sponsoring Duncan McCallum this year for his pro debut. Contact him via Facebook at Clevenger Sheets and tell them Port Talk sent ya. Wow. <laughs> Are we? Hey, oh, uh, big, big yeah, Clevenger Sheets. Uh, we're back. We're back. Hey, hey. We're back. Uh, uh, Good job. Hey. You know what? Hey, Sprinkles, good job with that. Yeah, no, you guys are on your own from now on. No. I'm, I'm leaving. Andy Holy and I are Mc, going to the Holy bar. Holy McMonotone. Yeah. I think you did a fine job. No, I, Angie, I, I think let's you go. read really okay, good. Perfect. Bye. Let's let Angie do it. I think you read really well. Now, you see, that's why it's Angie. called Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Hoss. Right. You see? Because why? I don't know. I thought you might know. No, no. Because we're the shiznit. Of the nizzle shits. No, that was very good. Thank you, Candy Sprinkles. Yeah, thank you, Candy Sprinkles. That was very good. They've decided that they want to go drink more than they want to hang with us. I don't blame them. <laughs> but thanks for the nap, too, by the way. So here's the deal. <laughs> the hunt. Uh, Jim Walker shouts to him. Big Jim Walker from Big Jim California. Walker. He's kind of our official marketing guy. I like Jim Walker. Yep. I like him a lot. He sent us a link that I thought was good. We're going to go with it. It is a link on an article... On gunsamerica.com. That's got to be a good one. Yeah. And the article is The Top Five Guns for Hunting Sasquatch by Dave Higginbotham. You know, that's great. But the thing is, is nobody's actually found Sasquatch yet. Have you noticed that? There's 15 shows on cable. Yeah. Looking for, hunting for, having Don't, sex with, and nobody's found him. Wait a minute. You're poo-pooing Sasquatch before we've even talked about the guns that we're going to use to hunt him down. I'm just saying, find him first, then shoot him. No, that's the whole point. you got to have a good gun when you you're gotta finding be like, him. you got to be like Troy on uh, to, swamp, to, swamp People. To shoot him. him. Shoot him. <laughs> so here it is, Dave Higginbotham's Top 5 Guns for Hunting Sasquatch. And uh, I think this is well written, Big Daddy, so, so tell me what you think as we go through this. All right. There's a growing menace on the American horizon. The trash cans and campgrounds across the country are being overturned. Clotheslines across the heartland are being torn from their moorings and laundry scattered hither and yon. Holy moly, it's an epidemic. Though late-night cable crews work assiduously to capture images of the vermin, his, their efforts have been fruitless. Half-assed, I say. It's up to us, the sportsmen of the Venable Republic, to stand united and bag these unruly brutes. With the noble goal in mind, I present the top five guns for hunting Sasquatch. Hmm. Number one. The Noreen BN 36 .30-06 AR pattern rifle. Oh, I like that gun. This is many who face off against the Sasquatch swear by this stopping power of this big bore rifle. 
The bigger the boar, the better they claim. This is an especially good strategy for those who hunt Sasquatch for, from a distance, though this is the least productive hunting method. For me, bolt action are non-starters, unless required by law. Massachusetts, shame on you. Instead, I suggest the repeatability of the AR pattern rifles, and no one knows big bore ARs like Noreen. They even make one in a dot three three eight Lapua. Oh boy, that's, that's a, a big round. That's a big round, um, and and of course the Fork Talk Nation can't see it, but Big Daddy, there's a picture of it there, and it's like a large long bore uh, sniper type rifle, big. But is he suggesting Elephant going uh, semi-automatic or automatic on this thing? Yeah, he's he's saying go with the clip and go with the non-bolt. Yes. I don't uh, know. I think that kind of takes the sport out of it. True. The number two on his list is the Saga 12. Do you Are you familiar with this one? The Saga 12? No. Louisiana allows Sasquatch hunting with dogs. <laughs> While the swamps of the sportsman's paradise can pose significant hazards for hunters and hounds. So do they actually hunting, have a permit? Dog hunting is a great way to run down and tire out Sasquatch. Hmm. Though I wouldn't take your favorite dogs. <laughs> do, they, do they make disposable dogs, he asks? If they do, take those. For this sort of hunt, I recommend serious firepower. The Sasquatch may burst from cover at close range. A shotgun is the obvious choice. But not just any old scattergun. I'm leaning on our Russian friend's expertise in suggesting the Saga 12. Shorten the barrel, tune the gas system, and pick up a solid working drum mag. Alternate shot to approximately the old buck and ball side-by-side school of shotgunnery. One round of double O buck followed closely by a slug. The first will stun a squatch. The second may finish him off. You know, I was thinking at first when he said uh, the scattergun was the way to go that he was full of shit. <laughs> but when he put it that way... It's a, good, it's a good approach. I like the cut of his jib. This is the way the Chinese have chosen to handle the Yeti they frequently encounter in the Tibetan highlands. <laughs> I love it. Well, since they've got the experience, they can tell us how to do it. Exactly. All right, number three on this list, Big Daddy, is the Glock 20. That's a nice pistola. I wouldn't even go on a hunt anywhere without a backup gun. Many well, Sasquatch hunters are seduced by the big bore revolvers. I'm more concerned with capacity. If there are no limitations on how you hunt, pick up a Glock 20. The gun offers incredible stopping power, better than revolver capacity, and the fast magazine changes. I'm a longtime devotee of the 20. With some folks, I have a hard time holding down the wicked muzzle flip. I say bring it on. The uh, 40, it's a 40 caliber. Smith yeah, & Wesson wants to be a 10 millimeter when it grows up. If all my guns were on a football team, this dude would be on the offensive line. Nothing defensive about this gun. It may be all that stands between you and 600 pounds of fury, bipedal fury, but it will, be, it will get the job done. So it's the beast mode gun. It is beast oh, mode. shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, actually, this is the gun you want after you shoot Sasquatch because you want to stick this in his ear to make sure he's gone. Yes, exactly. Because Sasquatch has been known to actually get up after you shoot him. Uh, Yeah, it could be. From what I hear. Number four on this list, Big Daddy, is the Colt Walker. That's a badass gun. It's an old-fashioned gun. Very few states have limits on Sasquatch, but the actual restrictions on how you hunt can be intense. Arkansas, for example, considers Sasquatch vermin and allows sportsmen unlimited opportunities for bagging the big, ugly beasts. New York State, despite its long sporting history, limits the way you can hunt Sasquatch. Damn the SAFE Act. They want to give old Bigfoot a sporting chance. Black powder is the only way. 
while we would normally suggest one of the new inline muzzle loaders for the whitetail, one shot may not be enough. Here we are going with the Sasquatch of black powder pistols, the Colt Walker. The Walker is capable of delivering six rounds of uh, 457. Mm-hmm. Good gosh, 147 grain each, reasonably fast. The rounds leave the muzzle at around four, 1,450 feet per second. Uh, Uberdy makes a good reproduction of the Walker, and it is ideal. You know, the, the good thing nice. about this handgun is he would look really cool. That's true. While you're well, shooting Sasquatch with it. I know you said that, not really knowing what you were talking about. I watch movies, and my dad has a lot of guns, so whatever. Really? All right, then, then tell me, then, who carried this uh, Colt Walker in a movie? Clint Eastwood. That bitch. got it right. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Outlaw knows Jos- that. Outlaw Josie Wales, baby. Whatever. Anyway. Okay, number five on the list <laughs> is the E5 Blaster Rifle. While the fury hordes that stalk our imagination can prove insanely difficult to actually find... These creatures were once numerous. In the year 19 BBY, the Wookiees, a sentinel ancestor of our our contemporary Sasquatch, were so numerous and troublesome in the mid-rim Kashik region of the Midanor sector that a drone army was sent to intercede. What the fuck is this guy talking about? The standard standard blaster rifle of the OOM and the B-1 battle droids and the E-5 blaster rifle was a powerful, light, but somewhat inaccurate weapon. The benefit, of course, was that the E5 had a capacity of 500 shots. The Bactoid Armory Workshop original, originals were worth a fortune, but like the Walker, reproductions are readily available. All I gotta say is this that's guy's a, entire argument and credibility went down the fucking <laughs> tubes because if you're gonna bring in Star Wars, you're full of shit. That is funny. All right. Now, Big Daddy, here's another funny thing the alias for Sasquatches. Yeah, I mean, we know him as Bigfoot. Right? Yep. But here are some other aliases that were interesting. The Woodman. The, yeah, the you got bog, that from the women's Sasquatches. The, the Bogs. The Woodman, get it? The Snanake. He likes his big wood? Yes. The Bushman. Oh, you see? He got that from the gynecologist. Timber Giants. Evil Seeker. The Skookum. Skookum? Yeah. Skookum in Indian means strength or strong. There you go. And then the, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this one. It's uh, Heike to make it means, aka the devil of the forest. The devil of the forest. Of course, the Yeti, we know that. The Yeti's white. So, Big yeah. Daddy, let's, I, I want to play a game yeah. to finish this, all right? Here's the, here's the game. This is going to be fun, okay? The game is. Do I have to get my pants on? Yes. Please. Okay. Please. Well, it's not very fun then. Please. Okay, the, the, the game is Heavy Metal Band or Sasquatch Alias. Okay. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna say the name. Okay. You're gonna tell me if it's a heavy metal band or a Sasquatch alias. All right? Got ya. Okay. First one Stick Indians. Heavy metal band. No, no, that is a Sasquatch. Why would they call a Sasquatch a Stick Indian? That's a name for it. All right? If you're gonna speak, speak in the microphone. No. <laughs> Abdominable per- putridity. Band. Abdominable putridity. Excuse me. Abominable. I'm playing this game. <laughs> Abominable putridity. Shut up. Devil Ange says band. band. What do you say? It's a band. That's correct. It is a band. Okay? Oh, I know this one. Here's the one. Lupu Oyes. That's a Yeti. 
That is true. That yes. is a Sasquatch. I know that one. Very good. All right. Here's the next one. Stoneclad. Band. Band. Hang on. One second. One second. One second. Shut up. <laughs> I'm playing the game. Hey, Devil Angel wants to play. This she is won't. good. Okay. You want to play? No. No. You got the rest of them. No, no, no. I want you to both right, play. Come okay. on, Big Daddy. I want you to both play. I don't want to play. Come on. So a loser. Stoneclad <laughs> is not. It is a Yeti name. It, really? it is a Sasquatch name. Okay, here you go. Number five. Pungent strength. Band. Pungent stench. Oh, sorry. Pun- pungent Bobo. stench. That is actually Bobo Sasquatch, and I'll tell you why, why? it's Sasquatch. Because okay. Sasquatch is known to have a really bad odor. Okay, and Devil Ange says it is a band name. Obviously band. Okay, and the answer is band name. Bullshit. <laughs> band name. All right, here's the next one. Number six. Loaded diaper. <laughs> loaded diaper. That would be me. Band. Devil Ange says a band. What do you say? Sasquatch. Why would you just agree with It is not. It is a band. Yep. It is a band. Okay. What a stupid fucking question. Number seven, skunk ape. All right, we'll go Yeti. Skunk ape. Sasquatch. You are both right. It is a Sasquatch name. Actually, she's technically wrong. Okay, ready? Number eight, flint monster. I can go Sasquatch. Or you can go band. So it can be the opposite. What are you going to say? Sasquatch. Band. Actually, that would be... Band. Bigfoot. Band. Okay. Bigfoot. Band. Devil Angel says Bigfoot. Big Daddy says Band. The answer is Bigfoot. <laughs> All right, and finally, the last one. Just like everyone else. This one yeah. should actually be the name of a beer from my favorite brewery. It's called Honey Island Swamp Monster. Ooh, I'm going to go Band. <laughs> Honey Island Swamp Sasquatch, Monster. Sasquatch, because Honey Island is in Louisiana, and that's what he's called, the Honey Island Swamp Monster. That's because you want swamp people. And, no, it's because I actually went to junior high in Pecan Island. And the answer is, ding, 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 Big Daddy Band. correct. It is a Sasquatch. The wiener. The wiener. Well yeah, done. wiener. So that is that our top name. five guns for hunting Sasquatch. Except which one's are only yeah. slightly um, different from Highland athletes in many ways. It's embellished. So we will uh, continue that debate and go out to the next segment. We out. We out. I go. Would you give me a hand with the bags? Certainly. You take the blonde, and I'll take the one in the tavern. That's Big Daddy. <laughs> it's not my heart. Before you make it. That's because you were stuffing a rag down my throat. Hello. <laughs> what? Where did that what? come from? Did you say red ball? Gag? <laughs> no, I did not. Welcome back, Fork Talk. You know, never did one man make more money off a song that made absolutely no sense. 
Hey, well, it was all about a thriller. The old school thriller. If it wasn't for Halloween and a stupid video, this song would have never taken off. I tell you what, one of the best parts of this song was uh, Vincent Price doing the whole thing in the middle. Do you know that he died two days later? He did not. How do you know? (laughs) He did not. He actually died while he was doing it. I love this song. And it is that Halloween-y time of year. And so, shouts to Michael. What, what? Hashtag what? Get your own doctor and die. All right. It is time for... <laughs> good Lord. It is time <laughs> for historical figure. You know. Yes. They're still talking about that Abraham Lincoln bit. They are. Hey, I got to... Actually, I'm going to do a shout. I forgot this. Uh, a friend of ours, Jill. Oh, Jill, yeah. Jill is uh, a friend of ours from the area. and What area? The Ording area where we live okay. in Washington State. And Jill is a friend from the scout world that we know. And Jill uh, it cleans homes for a living, okay. right? So she's out there doing that thing. And when you do that, and you do multiple per day, right, she, she listened to music forever. And then her son, who I also know, recently got her into listening to podcasts. Hmm. So we're at a party. and she What kind uh, of party? Just a party, a birthday party. Naked birthday party? Just a normal birthday party. And she tells me about this. And um, I tell her that someone mentions it. And I'm like, yeah, I do this podcast with my buddy Jay. And tell her about it. And her her son hooks her up to get it sorted. So she downloads. And for whatever reason, I'm not sure why, but whatever whatever, um, app she was using had her only able to get to, like, episode four. She couldn't get... Or episode five. She couldn't get episode one, two, three, four, right? That's pretty good because episodes, first five of them suck anyway. Well, that's true, but she, but here's the deal. So she, so the next time I see her, like a few weeks later at another social gathering, I see her and she's like, she comes up and she's like, oh my God, Brett, I, I listen to Fork Talk while I'm cleaning houses. I love it. Is that between her rifling through the customer's drawers? <laughs> exactly. No, she's very good. No, no, she's great. I'm so, sure I'm sure she's very good at rifling through the drawers. Yeah, she is. So she's so she's um, so she says she's listening to it and she likes it, but she's like she's really got to listen to episode one through four because she's dying to know what the deal is with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. She's like, I got it. What's I? I gotta hear the Abraham Lincoln bit. You can't just pull it off the like the normal fork talk. Uh, I, well, I, I think using right. that particular podcasting technology is new to her, right? So we, she's know, getting to know that. But we need to put together a best of fork talk and include things like the Abraham Lincoln bit. Well, that's true. Yeah, sometime before or after we disconnect your microphone. <laughs> anyway, so shouts to Jill, a new Fork Talk Nation listener who needs to listen to Abraham Lincoln bit. Abraham Lincoln. And when she listens to that bit, she will also learn of where the what we do at the beginning of all historical figure segments. Mm-hmm. We invoke the name of he how shall be not named. That's right. Yes? Sir. Isaac Newton. Boo. His. Figgy sucks. Suck it, Figgy. Listen, fig- that should be on the back of our new T-shirts that we make. I think shirts should be made that say "Suck It Figgy." Suck It Figgy on the back, uh huh. Yep. And bumper stickers and patches. Yep. For and- talk, suck it, Figgy. Oh, that. <laughs> and then uh, in awesome. close, oh, that Abraham Lincoln. Uh, yeah, Abraham Lincoln bit. Still talking about it. I like it. Um, so yes, uh, for new listeners, we of course invoke his name because he had something to do with gravity. 
Um, he was a farmer who could not handle it, so he went and was a complete wiener, and he liked to set fires to things, and we don't like him. He was a pathological guy. Yeah. Yep. We don't like him at all, and uh, so we invoke his name in talking about historical figures. Because anything to do with gravity, we don't like. That's right. Because it goes against our throwing. Correct. All right, so here we are, historical figure. Our historical figure for episode 23 is... That's my drum roll. I like that. I like the way you move your tongue. And especially since it's that time of season, our historical figure is... Who? The Headless Horseman. Oh, boy. The Hessian. Huh? The German Hessian. The who's that? Well, that's part of the story. Do you not know the story of the Headless Horseman? Yeah, he runs around looking for people to kill. Yeah, he's the, got no head. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Sometimes he wears a pumpkin on his It's a short shoulder. story by right. the American author Washington Irving. It contains his collection of 34 essays I and short stories. I think that's Irving stories. Washington. I think you're reading that backwards. It's Irving Washington. It's Washington Irving. Washington. Why would you have Washington as a first name? It's, it's Irving Washington. That's, Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That his, Brett Lathrop is having a stroke. His name is Washington Irving. And it was about part of a bunch of short stories entitled The Sketchbook of Jeffrey Crayon Gent. I think that's the Crayon Sketchbook. It was of. written while he was in Irving, uh, while Irving was living abroad <laughs> you in see, Birmingham. You see, you said it just to yourself. Irving himself. He was, His first name is Irving. He wrote it while he was Admit living it. abroad in England. You can't yes. admit you're wrong, can you? The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It was first published in 1820. Right Among the pieces, Rip Van Winkle, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. The story is set in the 1790s, Big Daddy, in the countryside around the Dutch settlement of Terrytown, which is historical Terrytown, New York. Oh, so it's part of the Buffalo Heavies. It is, area. in a secluded glen called Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy yeah. Hollow is renowned for its ghosts and its haunting atmosphere that pervades the imagination of its inhabitants and visitors. Is it a real place? Yes, it is. So you the can mo- actually go there to Sleepy Hollow. You can. The most infamous specter in the hollow is the Headless Horseman, said to be the ghost of a Hessian trooper. Hessians were German uh, troops that were um, paid to come and help in the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Right, so hired hired guns. Hired guns for who? Mercenaries. Uh, you know, on what side? The British. The British, that's right. The oh. Brits hired these Germans to come on the uh, revolution. So it is said to be the ghost of the Hessian trooper who has his head shot off by a stray cannonball during some nameless battle of the American Revolution. You know, this reminds me of when I was in the service. Really? So really, he's a soldier looking for head. Yes. Hmm. Really? But His head. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot to go there. I forgot to go there. Man, I you just guys, went. You guys suck. <laughs> um, and he rides forth to the scene of battle in nightly quest for his head. The Who legend, wants his nightly head? The legend. I need my nightly head. The legend relates the tale of Ichabod Crane, a lean, lanky, and extremely superstitious schoolmaster from Con- Connecticut who competes with Abraham Brom Bones Von Brunt, the town rowdy. Now, here's the deal. The town rowdy. Here is how Ichabod Crane is described. A lean, lanky, and extremely superstitious schoolmaster, a.k.a. lightweight. (laughs) Hey, you're right. He is. So Ichabod is a lightweight, and his uh, nemesis is Abraham Brom Bones Von Brunt, the the town rowdy. So he is obviously thrower. 
Yes. Big thrower. And they are competing for the hand of the 18-year-old of legal age. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Katrina Van Tassel. The Katrina daughter, Van Tassel. It sounds like a stripper name. Katrina <laughs> Van Tassel, the daughter and sole child of a wealthy farmer, Baltus Van Tassel. Another stripper name. Crane is a Yankee, and he's an outsider, and he sees marriage to Katrina as a means of producing Van Tassel's extravagant wealth. So and, he wants to run around producing Van Tassels. Yeah, well, he wants to procure you the wealth. You want to procure Van Tassel. Yeah. The bone, uh, Bones, the local hero, he vies for Ichabod for Katrina's hand, playing a series of pranks in the jitter, on the jittery schoolmaster, and the fate of Sleepy Hollow's fortune weighs in the balance for some time. The tension between the three is soon brought to a head. Yeah. Once again, we're Here back we to go. head. Back to heads. On a placid autumn night, the ambitious crane attends a harvest party at the Van Tassel homestead. He dances, partakes of the feast, and listens to the ghostly legend told by Brahm and his locals. But his true aim is to propose to Katrina, and after the guests leave, his intention, however, all ill-fated, right? Yeah. He goes on to leave there. He goes between their place and where he lives, and along comes the headless horseman, chasing him through the glen, no head, searching for his head. Now, if you don't have a head, how do you run around chasing for somebody with a head? I mean, you're blind. Mm. No, he's got special powers. What kind of special powers? Well, obviously special powers. He comes back from the grave on a steed riding through the glen without a head. <clears throat> okay, so he's a German guy. Yes. Okay, who was brought over by the English. So every night he gets, every night when, when everything gets all nasty and foggy. Is it a full moon? No, it doesn't have to be a full moon. Okay. But it's even spookier when it is. But it's all nice and, and foggy, and all of a sudden, he's in his grave, and he hears, Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! <laughs> so basically, I, I understand. Now I get the story. Yes. Okay, so you got a guy uh, running around looking for head. He is. You got a bunch. Scary. You, got, you got a stripper family. Yes. Who... A goofball-looking guy, lightweight, a throw lightweight. over named Ichabod Crane, right. is trying to grab and get a hold of one Correct. of the strippers. Yes. And on his way home from, obviously, probably not getting a hold of the stripper because he's a loser. Right. Um, and then some other big guy gets the stripper. Right. He goes home and gets chased by a guy looking for a head. Correct. Yep. Sounds like a gay porn. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could be. Listen, so he is, first of all, a, um, the lightweight is Ichabod. Ichabod could be okay in the, be he could be okay in the beer garden, but. No, he's not going to be okay in the beer garden. He'd be a little bit skittish. If he had half a personality, he'd he be, wouldn't have to chase after some stripper. He'd be talking, he'd be talking a lot about himself. And he would ask to throw the caver. No, mean? he'd probably go out on the field and try to throw the caver and get crushed. <laughs> And then, now, the Headless Horseman, on the whole, would he be a good thrower? Interesting. First of all... He doesn't even know where the trig is. It would be really hard for him to, to get the stone lodged into a place from which to throw. Good point. <laughs> and you know it's illegal if you're not tucking it under your chin. Really? Or on your neck, yeah. He so he would have to rent a head to throw on there to get some duct tape... Strap it down so he could get a tuck point. Rent a head, right? He could go to rent a head. Rent a head. He'd get a. He'd have to. He'd have to get that duct taped down. Pumpkin, perhaps. and and then and then tuck and push. Right. 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 Okay. 
So then, um, so he wouldn't be a good stone thrower. He wouldn't be a good thrower at all because, first of all, he'd never be able to find his way to the Highland Games because he has no head, he can't see. Okay? <laughs> so even if he got to the fucking games, he wouldn't be able to find the trick. And then he'd be searching for everybody else's head, right? And he'd take Dom's head off his head, whack, he'd just rip it right off. Right. And then he'd throw that on, and he'd all of a sudden feel like he needed to guard somebody and... Um, Break the and caber. break a caber. That's right. <laughs> break a caber. Way to go, Devil Edge. Way to jab. Way to jab a guy when he's down. Yeah. So and then so he'd be that and so he'd throw that off, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, of course. And then he would grab who? He'd grab John, Odin. He'd throw that on, and then he'd feel emaciated and gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> and the need to not eat anything. Right, and so now he would get rid of that. Yep, very yep. much. And uh, let's see. Then he'd put on Wally Olasek's head. Wally, And yep. then realize... And he'd want a he's, cigarette. He's way too old to be doing what he's doing, and he needs, he needs to leave the field. <laughs> Will you stop? But he's still doing it very well. But he's well. still doing it anyway. He'd, he'd, he'd rip Bobby Dodd's head off. <laughs> he'd throw that on. And then he would realize that he needs to go... The milkman always delivers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, okay, so no, we, he'd have to be good at a couple of events. He wouldn't be good at anything. Yes, he, he would. He could do a hammer. Where in the hell did she come from? Hammer. Well, because you don't use your Why, head, right? Davalange? True. Right. He like doesn't have to worry about it. Hey, go ahead. Hey, right? Explain it. Why, oh how, why would he be good at the hammer? That's true. Because you don't have to use your head. True. So, like, your arms and legs. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Good and job. because he wouldn't have a head, he could really get good extension and rotation oh, yeah. of his arms. No, that's not. Get in the way. No, oh, we right. Like that. No. Oh, he wears a cape. Like your he wears head, a cape. your head, oh, like that. your head gets in the way all the time when you're doing hammer because you can't right, get your, you can't arms move your arms up above your head. No, that's because my biceps keep hitting my face. Okay, well if you didn't if have, you face, didn't have, have a head, that wouldn't be a problem. If you didn't have a face, Big Daddy, then the biceps wouldn't have anything to hit, and they'd be nice and long. If I didn't have a face. Everyone yes. would say, hey, look at the beautiful man with no face. Uh, we're aware body. of this, but this is what the Hessian would have. I think you're right. He could be a really good hammer thrower. Now you gave her a microphone and she won't shut up. Mm-hmm. What's next? I think only hammer, I think I think after a while, hammer. it's it's not going to be fork talk anymore. It's oh, just yeah. going to be hen, hen talk. Yeah. And those two will just talk <laughs> about <laughs> things and we'll just... Sit here eating our pistachios. People, people love us. So. With your mint. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. Maybe we can do an episode of uh, Fork Talk sans us and see how it goes. <laughs> the good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Probably be the Fork biggest one ever. Candy sprinkles and Devilange. Uh, Devil yeah. Very good. That's too much damn work. Okay. So, um, so really, you don't think he'd be a good thrower at all? Not at all. I don't think he'd be fun in the beer garden either. The whole horse horseman. He can't drink beer. Yeah, how's he going to drink beer? Dump no, it on no, a hole in his head? Isn't yeah, that? that would be fine. But I just think he would be a bit over the top. He'd be way too, like, edgy and anxious. Because yeah. he's German. Well, he's trying to buy a, He's trying to find a head, too. I like Germans, and Germans love to drink beer, and they're fun in the beer garden. When they have a head. I love Hans. Yeah, we love Hans. <laughs> but um, I'm telling you, I don't think he'd be fun in the beer garden at all. I don't think he'd be. I don't even make. He wouldn't even make it to the game. I think Ichabod would be better in the beer garden than the Hessian. Ichabod Crane is a loser. You know who would be fun in the beer garden? Who? Dracula. Brom. The, Brom. The the, the rowdy. Yeah, the, I like the, him. The big guy. And you know, and Stroker. Stroker. 
Stroker? No, Bram Stoker. Stoker. He, re- he Bram... wrote Dracula. No, Bram, the town guy Bram. who Ichabod is. Devilange just went from Sleepy Hollow, right, to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, pretty I much. like it. No. I like it. That's Bram, a good leap. Bram Van Brunt. Bram Van Brunt. I mean, yes. it sounds like a thrower's name. It does. Bram Van Brunt was a man with a cunt. <gasps> what? Huh? There's the explicit rating. What? <laughs> Sorry. Uh... Do you remember the movie Sleepy Hollow that had Johnny Depp in it? Yes. How was that? Was that good? It was was good. good. It was actually pretty good. And you know who played Brom Van Brunt? No, Candy Sprinkles. Who? Mean Joe Green. Casper Van Diem, who was the totally hot guy in Starship Troopers. Oh, boy. Oh, another cult classic. Oh, awesome. What do you guys Actually, think? that you guys, is a great movie. You guys only watch cult classics around here? Yes, we do. Pretty much. You know, right. you know what cult classics stand for? What? Shitty movie that a bunch of people decided to watch. Yeah. Not so much. Pretty much. Some people call Full Metal Jacket All right, a cult so classic. That's not a cult classic. That's a classic classic. <laughs> wow. That's an American movie classic. That's an AMC in your face classic. Pretty That's in true. So it's that. right up there with Pretty in Pink on the top 100 movies. Pretty in hey. Pink is a piece of there crap. There was plenty of headless soldiers in Full Metal Jacket as well. Right. Huh? Mm. We're relating to, I don't know we're what conflating you're about. two things. Yeah, they were, uh, never mind. Okay, so the determination is, so we're split on this. I think that the Horseman, as does Devil Lange, could have been good at a couple events. You say none at all. None. And Ichabod, although a lightweight, could be at least worthy of buying me a drink in the beer garden. I think he would be annoying in the beer garden. Mm. I'm annoyed already, and he's not even here. Wow. Once again, I'll let you pick the historical figures, because obviously you don't like them when I pick them. Well, first of all, this is a fairy tale. This is not a historical figure. This man never existed. The Hessian's real, dude. Oh, so there's a guy in 19, 1790 that running around without a head. Yes. It'll be like, more like 1774. Yep. You're out of your freaking gorge. Yep. yep, it's scary stuff. Yeah, you hear that? That's called dead air. What? What? Huh? What? It's not dead air. Hashtag what? Hashtag what? It's time to Was go the Headless horse, Horseman in this video? No, it's just zombies. No, this is just zombies. No. And Michael Jackson and his girlfriend. Michael Jackson didn't really have a girlfriend. Did he have his son Blanket in the movie, too? He did not. The the girl in this video was a Playboy Playmate. Oh, well, that gives credibility to the whole video. I saw her interviewed, and she was uh, saying that Michael was a tiger in in the sack. He paid her millions of dollars to say that. That's like Angie. I always pay her. Hey, (laughs) say I'm the best in bed. Always. You're the best of being always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, out to the Lex Segmento. Segment. Oh. Exhibit. Yeah. Bouncing. Come on. The first day 
the rest of my life. That's right. Behind the mic like Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. What? What? We got exhibit in the house. No, we don't. We have a special guest in the house. This is his theme music. X is the name of the song by Exhibit. And in the house, in Fork Talk Studios, live on the mic, someone the Fork Talk Nation have never met. It is the one, the only, Thrower X. Thank you, Brett Lathrop, for that wonderful introduction. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Welcome, Thrower X, to Fork Talk. Thank you for having me. That is a hell of a mask you are wearing. Um, the Fork Talk Nation obviously can't see it, but uh, Thrower X is wearing a uh, a mask. It has got really? an X on it with serpents, and it's pretty badass, actually. They're not serpents. They're snakes. Same thing. In your book. <laughs> so uh, Thank you for having me. Well, welcome. Fork welcome, Talk Nation. Welcome, Thrower X. I'm so, a big fan of your show. First of all... Who's your daddy and what does he do? What is that, a Chief Arnold Schwarzenegger tribe of a language? Yes. Speak? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, sucks. You know who does it better than you? Who? Your friend. Who, Jay? Big Daddy? Big Daddy O'Neill. That guy can do Schwarzenegger like Schwarzenegger. Yes. In fact, it's, it's, it's funny. In fact, he sounds better than Schwarzenegger. You sound a lot like Jay, Big Daddy O'Neill. Really? Yeah. You sound a lot like the back end of a menstruating skunk. Brett Lathrop. Wow. Harsh. No, no offense. Harsh. Earmuffs, Audrey. Earmuffs. None, none taken. Hey, uh, Jacob. We got our intern in training, Jacob, on the mic. Um, he's going to help me with this interview. Why is a kid in the studio, by the way? Well, first of all, because we have no... Um, you have no... Compunction what? to keep the children from hearing this awfulness. Um, Jacob, do, um, what do you think of the? What do you think of Thrower X? He does he look like a good thrower? Yeah, he looks like a good thrower. <laughs> yeah, oh, I do like this kid. After all, he can stay. <laughs> um, so, uh, what is? Uh, what's your purpose for being here? Are you speaking to me or the child? You. <laughs> me? Yeah, you, Thrower X. My purpose for being here, Brent Lathrop, is to tell the world that there's a new generation, a whole world. New order. Really? Yes. What's that? You're looking at it. You are the, the new... Thrower X, I'm here. I'm here for people like you. Are you? Yes. I'm here. I represent all the mediocre throwers in the world. <laughs> Wherever there is a Highland Games without a beer garden, I'll be there. <laughs> Wherever there is a guy who throws his butt off and still has difficulty... I'll be there. Comes in last. I'll be right behind him. (laughs) All right. You're a man of the people. I am. I'm the people's champion. (laughs) That you are. Of course, that was the rock. But I'm the real people's champion. (laughs) Because I wear a mask. Jacob, does that inspire you? No. (laughs) Get this child out of my studio, please. (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. You should be inspired. You should all be inspired. Well, hey, I'm happy to have you here. I mean, we we, we embrace Let all newcomers to the Let me ask you something. Are you asking me questions? Well, Are you yes. asking me questions? That is my job. Let yes. me ask you a question. Okay. How does it feel? To How be- does it feel to be sitting there interviewing the one and only Thrower X? 
Well, How does it feel to be sitting there across the table from me? Does it send chills up that skinny little spine of yours? Does it make you feel less of a man? Well, so first does it make you feel <laughs> like you are in the presence of a god of throwing? Well, Do you think <laughs> you can handle the rest of this interview, Mr. Lathrop, knowing full well that you are sitting across the table from the one, the only, thrower X. Throw. <laughs> <laughs> wow, if only the, the listening public could we see the, the motions you just did. That's the, my salute. I do three of the nine <laughs> events in my salute. I used to do nine, but it gets me relatively winded. <laughs> That's true. I can see that. You, you, it doesn't look like cardio is the top of your list. Why? Because you don't look like your cardio is top of your list. Really? Yeah. Oh, who are you? Jane I, Fonda? <laughs> potentially. You look like Jane Fonda. Compared to you, I am. <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. Can we get on with the interview, please? Uh, yeah. I've got an engagement. Do you? Yes. What do you do for uh, fun outside of throwing uh, thrower X? I prepare for more throwing. Interesting, okay. Yes. Do you uh, get paid for, for um, events that you go to? I do not get paid for anything, Brent Lathrop. I, unlike you, am not a man of the dollar. Is that because you're a mediocre thrower and no one would pay it's you It's because to be I anywhere? represent you. I represent guys just like you. Right. And your friend Big Daddy. Right. Who, by the way, is an awesome guy. <laughs> is he? I represent all the men. Right. Especially masters. <laughs> okay. Guys who people put on the back burner. Guys who put on the shelf. Right. Who say, oh, you're not good enough to be a pro. Oh, you're too old. Oh, you're too short. Oh, you're too fat. Well, you know what Thorax says. Screw you, ladies and gentlemen. Screw you, whoever says that to these men. I will not stand for it. Very good. Very good. So why are you being so argumentative? I'm not. I'm just happy that I'm you're I'm on here. your side, Brett Lathrop, but yet you are arguing with me. Are you are on my side. I Who feel is this like woman? I, you are Who is this woman on another microphone? What's her name? Uh, Candy Sprinkles, Thorax. Your name is Candy Sprinkles. Yes. Your parents gave you the name no, that's Candy my, Sprinkles. That's my name for the podcast. Oh, okay. It's an so alias. you gave yourself the name Candy Sprinkles. No, my friend Jay Big Daddy O'Neill gave me that name. That's an awesome name. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Yes. So what's is she your... allowed to ask questions? Yes. Obviously, I guess. Yes. Okay. She has a mic. I haven't turned it off yet. Do you have? You know a... what? You should probably hit that off switch. Mm -hmm. Do you have a statement or a manifesto? I do have a manifesto. Have you not seen it? He already gave us the manifesto. He no, just did. I did not. It's thirty-two pages long. <laughs> <laughs> My manifesto is thirty-two pages long and it's written in red ink. Do you uh, know why? Why? Because it's written from the blood of mediocre throwers. <laughs> Okay. Who toil away hours and hours and hours of trying to get better, and they don't. Wow. But yet they try. Wow. But they don't. And then they buy videotapes, and they buy DVRs, and DVDs, and books, and they try to get better, but it never happens. Some do, some don't. And That's who I represent. And you're the champion. I am the champion. All right. Well... I'm the people's champion. Well, I sure hope we see you out at some uh, events and uh, come back to Fork Talk anytime. Just make Let me it tell not you something. Quick, I will come please. and go as I please because that's what I do. You'll never see me coming, and you'll never hear me leaving. As a matter of fact, what's that behind you, Lathrop? What is that? No, oh. Big Daddy. 
Hey, what's going on? Welcome back. Hey, thanks. That was, uh... That was interesting. Did you just run into Thrower X? You mean that big guy with a mask? Yeah. Yeah, who is he? I thought it was Halloween costume. Thrower X. Oh, man. He's a thrower of the mediocre Uh, peoples. That's one tough-looking dude, I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Um, That was the most bizarre interview I've ever done there, Candy Sprinkles. Yep. Uh, Jacob, that was weird, right? Yeah. Um... Would you say I, we should, should we have him back, by the way? No. <laughs> I say yes. I want to hear more from Thrower X. Well, I, he's a I man. I want to see more from Thrower X. He's a man of the people, right? He's a man of the people. Be careful with your cans there, Jake. Oops. All right. So, um, hey, Big Daddy, we, uh, we just did this interview while you were uh, on the can. Right. With, yeah, uh, yeah. Thrower X. I got to go to the bathroom. And uh, I think we should close out the show. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know who do that, that guy is, but I, whoever he is, he, he seems pretty interesting. Well, he's wearing, he's wearing a luchadore mask. I don't it's think that a, was a luchadore mask. I'm a pretty good... Uh, oh, it is. No, I've got a pretty good eye for masks. Oh, it is. And I believe it's just a wrestler X mask. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that there's any luchadore Mexican well, thing it's an to ex, do with it. Well, it's an X mask for sure. Yeah. So Thrower X is uh, the real deal, obviously. He is. He is the real deal real. of the media. I like his theme music. Well, yeah. Ex- he came in with his own theme music? Yeah, Exhibit. Wow. I know. Yeah, his people. Exhibit. He, 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 you gotta love cool. Exhibit. His people sent that over. I don't like Exhibit because I don't like that kind of music. Yeah. But it was fitting. But it was good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hey, um, as they say, that's the show. Yeah, that's actually my line. But yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> you want to say it? No, I'll, I'll just read the next line. I'll <laughs> sure. Thanks again to our sponsors, Mattress Ranch, www.mattressranch.com, and Clevenger Sheaves. Fantastic. Thanks for all the Facebook page likes up to 710, Big Daddy. You know, uh, the you know thing is, Hoss, your, your number one goal in the entire life is, and you've told me this on many occasions, yes. is to actually get up to 1,000 likes. 1,000. I think you might make it. The next one is 800, baby. We're 90 away. Fork Tuck Nation, get out there. Spread the love. We need, eight, we need 800 by Thanksgiving, people. Come on. Ooh. Ooh, that's a tough one. How about Christmas? I'll take 800, okay, 800 by, Christmas. by Christmas. No. Give a, give a Christmas present to Fork Talk. I think Candy Sprinkles is on to something. Thanksgiving? Okay. I think because by the new year, we want 1,000. All right. Sounds so good. Baby steps. Sounds good. Jacob, do, do you it. believe we can get to, one th- to 800 by Thanksgiving? Yes. 90. Will you get all of your kid? What grade are you in? Third. Will you get all of your third grade parents? Because no, do you have a Facebook page? No. <laughs> so, and do any of your friends have Facebook pages? No. Okay, so can you get your friends to get their parents to like Fork Talk? Yes. Okay, because if you could get that to happen, we could easily get, you, got, you must have 25, 30 kids in your class? Yeah. So that's, uh, hopefully, mo- most of those families have two parents. That's <laughs> highly unlikely in this area. Come on, what? Yeah, probably so, a lot of divorcees. Easy, but it would be nice to have, then that is a good uh, 40 or so more. That hey, gets me what, halfway to 800. And, and we can co-opt Slim Jim because all of his friends have... Well, actually, they don't have Facebook pages yeah, intern, teenagers don't use Facebook If intern anymore. Slim Jim could get on the old Toonie Box and Twitter and Instagram himself Twitter. into getting Facebook likes up, that would be good. But the, yeah. teenage, the teenagers don't use Facebook. 
All right. A, the Fork Talk podcast comes oh. out about twice a month. Questions or comments? About. Email. <laughs> about. It, it comes about. out regularly. A boot. A boot. It's a boot. Um, email us at info at fork-talk.com or Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas on Facebook. Until next time. Hold on a second. We forgot one very important thing. What was that, Big Daddy? We forgot the love for our Canadian brothers and sisters up north because oh, of the, the recent yes. uh, shooting at the War oh Memorial in Ottawa. I totally forgot about and that. And the yep. guy that was run over a couple days previous, the other soldier that was run over. Run over how? Yeah. In, he, it was another Canadian soldier. It was a hit and run. Two guys, two soldiers were on the side on a sidewalk or whatever, and this guy ran his car off the road. On and, purpose? On purpose, and killed one. Okay. And it was also a terroristic incident. Okay. Well, let's just say this. We just, uh, Fork Talk, we want to give, uh, we wanna give uh, some love and shout out to, to Canada, and we're sorry about the loss of your, uh, your soldiers, and uh, hope that, uh, you know, we pray for your families and all that stuff, and... Uh, yeah, all the Fork Talk Nation Fork Talk in Canada. Fork Talk, we, su- we, support, uh, we support our brothers and sisters in Canada. Yep, we love them. Love them. Definitely. And uh, sorry that you've had uh, that same kind of uh, chaos hit your shores as well. It's, uh, it's a weird thing when that happens. So, That's right. Um, and, and sorry about that. This hits close to home, but prayers for Marysville, Pilchuck High School as well. Yeah, yeah. No, no good when bad things like that happen. Um, but more for Canada. We will... Um, uh, until next time. Until next time. That's the show. May the- Thanks for listening. Oh Thanks to our sponsors. We already did that. Big Daddy. Mattress Ranch. www.mattressranch.com. We will get paid double. Until next time. May the fork be with you. You are the sheaf to my fork, Big Daddy. Slunchamore. Great health. Captain Quint, take it away. Woo woo. Hashtag what? Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu to you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your she-fork-wielding lovable host, Big Daddy and Haas. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people. Caber up!